Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. This episode is brought to you by the OldTimeRadioDVD.com. Check out our new website. It's got a great selection. Old Time Radio, classic movies, serials, and classic TV and more. Check it out today at OldTimeRadioDVD.com. Strange Adventure. A cry of terror went up from the gun deck of the sloop of war. The captain and the lieutenant, who had been talking to the passenger, rushed to the companionway that led below deck. A sight of confused destruction met their eyes. One of the cannon had broken loose, and like a frenzied monster was smashing all before it to rubble. Ten thousand pounds of bronze and iron bent on destroying the ship was free to work its will. No man, no thing could stand before it. The ship rolled slightly, and the cannon rolled with it, gathering momentum as the deck slanted. Like a demon, it crashed into another gun of the battery, shattering it to bits. Then, as if it had a mind of its own, turned and raced back to smash a gaping hole in the side of the vessel. The gun deck was clear of men, all except one, the man whose cry had given the warning. He lay dead, smashed against the planking of the deck. One of the witnesses of this catastrophe moved. It was the passenger. He elbowed his way between the captain and the lieutenant and descended the ladder to the gun deck where he stood alone, watching the monster's every move. Then the gun captain came into view. Here was the man responsible for this terrible thing. His was the blame, for it was his task to see that each cannon be properly secured. The gun captain was a brave man, and he came forth now to give battle to this instrument of death. Unarmed, save for an iron bar in one hand and a length of rope fashioned in a noose in the other, he approached. The battle began. Time after time, the man dodged skillfully aside at the very moment when it seemed that he must be crushed to death. Back and forth, the fight raged, until at last the end was in sight. The cannon seemed to pause, as though unsure of itself. The man with his back to the bulkhead stepped toward it. Then, like a huge beast of prey, the monster sped straight for the gun captain. He could not move fast enough to avoid it. He was trapped, caught between the cannon and the side of the ship. The passenger, who until now had stood so still as to be unnoticed, came to life. As the cannon hurtled past him, he flung a heavy coil of rope between its wheels. The bronze monster hesitated, ensnared in the hempen coils. The gun captain, quick to take advantage, sprang forward and with his iron bar turned the cannon on its side. He slipped the rope noose over the muzzle and lashed the free end to a stanchion. The monster was subdued. Later, when the damage had been repaired, the crew stood at quarters. The captain turned to the man beside him, the passenger, who was a great general. General, this man who fought the cannon and saved the ship should be rewarded. You, our honored guest, should be the one to do it. 
the general stepped forward and unpinned the cross of St. Louis from the captain's tunic. He turned to the gun captain and pinned it on his shirt. For bravery, the cross of St. Louis. The general paused for but a moment. For carelessness and neglect of duty, death. This is Pat McGeehan saying goodbye from my writer Charles Crowder and inviting you to listen again to another tale of Strange Adventures.